This is Innovating a Bright Future. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Avery Kreibold, with Innovating a Bright Future, where I walk you through the innovative and revolutionary technology driving climate action and laying the foundation for a sustainable future. Here we are again, a bonus episode. I'm going to warn you right now, this is not going to be the most optimistic 30 minutes of your life. We're here to talk about why. What are fossil fuels and land use doing to our planet and how is it going to affect us? It's the doom and gloom. I know you don't like to think about it. I know you don't like to talk about it. I don't either. But it's important to remember the urgency behind this issue. So again, if you don't want to hear it, it's fine. There will be a scheduled release as normal. This is just a bonus episode. But I do highly encourage you to lend your ear to this one. It's extremely important. First, let's talk about the reality of climate change. I want to preface this entire episode by saying this is absolutely not my opinion. Everything that I'm going to cover is backed by extensive scientific fact-based research from the likes of the UN Environmental Program, the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the World Wildlife Foundation, Climate Analytics, and the United States Geological Survey as well as studies from universities like Yale and Columbia. I want to stress that I'm not making this up. Links to these organizations will be in the description below if you want to check them out. In order to understand climate change, we need to understand the source of climate change. Greenhouse gases are gases in the air that trap the energy from the sun within the atmosphere, increasing temperature. This is a natural occurrence, and it's usually balanced within the natural ecosystems of the world which is where humans come in. It all began in the second industrial revolution, when coal and steam power came into being. Since the 1850s, humans' energy usage has increased by 900%, and with it, carbon dioxide emissions, the most common greenhouse gas. We now emit 51 billion tons of carbon per year, up from 2.5 billion tons per year a century ago. That's a massive number, and it does cause a severe imbalance in the regular cycle of greenhouse gases. When we emit these gases, they trap the energy from the sun, increasing the temperature of the planet directly and immediately. That's indisputable. This increase in heat then melts ice from glaciers, Arctic sea ice, and the poles, and when the ice melts, it decreases the amount of energy and light that can be reflected and increases the amount of energy absorbed. This is because ice is white and reflects up to 10 times more energy than water or land. The more energy absorbed, the more the earth will warm up and the more ice will melt. It's a vicious cycle. Land use is the final big impact that humans are having on the planet. By converting forested lands into barren fields for agriculture, cities, or industries like mining and power production, Not only do we destroy the natural habitat of countless species and drastically decrease the biodiversity of any area by a huge margin, we also cut down trees and remove the forestry. When we remove plants, we simultaneously release the carbon that's stored in their physical form and eliminate the power 
that those trees or bushes have to pull carbon dioxide out of the air. In summary, humans are pumping massive amounts of greenhouse gas emissions into the atmosphere, increasing energy absorption, decreasing our reflective ice, which increases energy absorption, and destroying forests, reducing our ability to pull carbon dioxide out of the air. These are all contributing, which is why planting trees is great, it's half the battle, but it's only half the battle. We also have to adjust our lifestyles, our systems, our energy production, and our transportation in order to reduce the amount of greenhouse gases that we're actually putting into the atmosphere. So now that you have a general idea of how we're contributing to climate change, but you don't really know why it matters, it doesn't matter if there's no consequences, right? But there is a consequence. There's dozens of consequences, maybe hundreds, and they will fall on absolutely everyone, and I mean everyone. No one will feel the effects of climate change the same, but I assure you, every single person around the globe will feel the effects of climate change. Temperature change, or global warming, is the central effect of climate change. It's one of the best indicators that climate change is actually taking place. Global temperatures have already risen 1.14 degrees since the 1800s. The warmest six years on record have taken place since 2014. And yes, that's every single year. 2020 was recently confirmed as being tied with 2016 for the hottest year on record. Two degrees is said to be the threshold for irreversible climate change. But two degrees of change would cause exponentially more damage to both human systems and the environment than 1.5 degrees, which is why the goal is to limit it to 1.5 degrees at the maximum. A couple of degrees might not seem like it's that big of a deal, but it is. It's not just a bit warmer year-round. This increase in temperature would cause many secondary effects, the first of which being sea level rise. As global temperatures increase, Massive amounts of ice from Greenland and the poles are permanently lost. At this moment, we're losing almost 300 billion tons of ice per year, and all of that goes straight into the ocean. At the same time, as the oceans heat up, the water expands, also causing sea levels to rise. Both of these factors contribute to an annual rise of almost 3.3 millimeters, which again, it probably doesn't sound like that much. But it is, especially over decades. By 2100, countries like the Maldives and Kiribati will be completely underwater. It's estimated that 190 million people will be displaced from their homes because of sea level rise. Places like Ireland, Japan, the UK, a large portion of the Caribbean countries, the Netherlands, Vietnam and Bangladesh will all be heavily affected by these sea level rise and will ultimately cause millions of people to become climate refugees. The millions of climate refugees will cause mass immigrations and will stress the countries who are not directly affected by sea level rise. All of that from just one outcome, sea level rise. Another effect we're already beginning to see is weather changes. As the global temperature rises, the system we are used to will swing back and forth between hot and cold, dry and wet, faster and harder as the years go on. The weather patterns as well as weather events will become more dramatic, meaning that we will get hotter, drier summers, causing massive droughts, food scarcity and hunger, 
as well as more concentrated precipitation, causing floods, infrastructure damage, loss of homes, emergency situations for communities and cities. These won't just be felt by rural areas or third world countries either. If you're lucky and are in a place that's not sustainable to floods or droughts, I bet the place that your food is grown is. The same occurs for heat waves and hurricanes. Winters will become colder and affect areas who don't usually deal with winter, like we saw in Texas just this last year. At the same time, weather events like fires and hurricanes will come more often and more severe. The 2020 hurricane season has already been the most active ever. Fires across North America alone have included some of the largest that we've ever seen. These cause massive damage to homes and infrastructure, and cost more than just money for people who experience them. Air pollution is another effect. This one is simple. Humans are meant to breathe in a certain amount of carbon dioxide, and when that limit is surpassed, as it already is being in places like India, the Middle East, and China, the public are the ones who suffer. Pollution can cause things like asthma, scarring of lung tissue, chronic bronchitis, and many others, and can even increase the susceptibility of cancer. Finally, habitat loss. As we've already discussed, humans will lose the places we live to the sea level rise, natural disasters, and inhospitable degrees of droughts and floods. However, animals will also lose their habitats. As we melt the ice, polar bears, seals, and penguins lose their homes. By destroying forests like the Amazon or the boreal forests of North America, we render monkeys, snakes, possums, sloths, anteaters, bears, eagles, caribou, and thousands and thousands of insects and plant life completely homeless. As temperatures rise, they too are affected by droughts, floods, fires, and storms, not just humans. Ocean acidification from carbon in the water and higher water temperatures will kill 99% of all coral reefs on the planet the Great Barrier Reef will become a dead rock. All of those organisms who depend on reefs all the way down the food chain, which is at the very minimum 25% of all marine life, will die out. These are our future. This is what's in store for us if we continue on how we are. This is exactly why we don't like to talk about it. It's depressing. But at the same time, it gives our situation so much more urgency than just saying that we should. We don't have a choice anymore. There's no should. We either take action or we don't. And everything I talked about is what will happen if we don't. So I don't know about you, but I'm going to take action. Things are changing. Environmental awareness and the demand for sustainability are at an all-time high. Renewables like solar and wind have become the cheapest ways to produce electricity. The innovators I talk to on the show are leading our society towards a future that is green, hopeful, and sustainable. 50% of new power plants in the US came from solar or wind. That's incredible. The European Union has acted on emissions targets so quickly that they're now increasing their goal to cut 55% emissions by 2030 instead of 40%. Climate change doesn't have to be our future, but we have no one to blame but ourselves. As a global community, we created this problem. Now as a global community, we must fix it. Our lifestyles must change. We must show that we care. We must adapt. And we must act right now. 
Well, that's it for this bonus episode. I'm sorry it was so dire. It's not meant to be a funeral. It's meant to inform you and warn you that there are real consequences to this. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, well, I hope you learned something, and I hope you're motivated to act. Remember that there are solutions. That's what this podcast is all about. So if you're down, queue up one of our regular episodes to get excited about those solutions again. If you want to read up on some of these topics, the links will all be in the show notes below. Now, I know it's difficult to like this episode. It's really difficult. I don't like this episode. But if it was valuable to you, just do one thing for me. Share it with one person, someone who might also find some sort of value in it. Maybe give them a little heads up that it's not the happiest listen. If you want to reach out with reactions, ideas, questions, or anything else, please go to my website, innovatingabrightfuture.com. Thank you again for being here with me. Stay innovative, and I'll see you on the next one.